Hey everybody, Rob Satram, Feedback Ranch. I'm going to talk to you accountants, bookkeepers, those of you that are trying to start a bookkeeping firm, a work from home bookkeeping company, a CPA firm, or you're thinking of doing this outsourced accountant model. Just remember, if you check out all my videos, I've got a whole playlist full of different things, different videos, probably a hundred or so that help coach how to do this outsourced accountant model. It's all about how do you add tons of value to drive a higher retainer. And then we do websites, paid ads. We will help you actually get clients. But I have a question here from somebody that said, I have a bachelor's degree in psychology, but at my previous job, I was in charge of the accounting, APAR and taxes, and I'm currently a staff accountant. Should I go for my MBA prior to opening my own business? I feel like that would definitely make me more credible when prospecting for clients. So this is all based off of the the video that I have, should you get your CPA if you're starting your own bookkeeping company or if you're starting your own uh, tax and accounting firm, do you need your cert, you know, your certified public accountant uh, certification or what do you need to do, right? And my answer there was that, yeah, it certainly helps. You can be more credible. You will gain skills. It's not necessary though because what it comes down to is your ability to actually deliver results to clients to do things accurately and to, um, and to work. Now, there's certainly something about feeling credible. If you having a CPA makes you feel more credible, then by all means, go do it. But remember that whenever you look at college or certifications, there is an opportunity cost. Not only are you going to school and it's costing you something to actually go to school, but you have to remember that you also are usually not earning very much money because you're not working at the type of job that will drive higher revenue. So sometimes when you do the math on that, not only did it cost you $30,000 to go to school, but also you missed out on probably another 30 grand in terms of earning capabilities. And right now we are learning that higher education is super inflated. It's a bunch of nonsense in a lot of ways. But back to this comment, should he get his MBA? Um, well, there's two things here. So first of all, he's asking, boy, I would feel credible. Whenever you're a financial planner, an accountant, a CPA, if you're a CFA or whatever that is, and you're about to give financial advice, or if you were to give any advice at all, you certainly need to be credible. You have to actually know something to help people. But what I want to do is encourage you that I don't think you should get your MBA. First of all, I think that's nonsense. I think that unless you have some sort of free ride or something like that. A master's degree right now does absolutely nothing for an entrepreneur. You're not going to learn anything. You're going to learn how to do hard work. That's what's actually going to come through on this. But you doing your own business, you will learn 10,000 times more things than you will in that MBA. And I have so many accountants that tell me that same thing. Now, is it nice to be able to say I have a master's in accounting? Absolutely. Those I, I help a handful of clients that have that. And they're smart. They're smart as a whip, right? But what you're going to find here, the crux of starting your own business is that certainly you want to make sure that you can execute and do accounting and do bookkeeping. But it's not like the normal world. You don't have to convince your boss that you're super competent so that you can do a whole bunch of extra exotic things. It really comes down to some fundamentals and some basics. So your competencies, people scoff and laugh. I think it's worth getting a CPA. I do. If you can do that well, you could become an enrolled agent as well. If you can execute that and get that done in a productive, efficient time frame and not have a lot of opportunity costs, then go ahead and do it. That being said, it's not necessarily at all. And I don't think that you're going to gain a ton from it, but there is value to it. And there's some networking and some marketing things. You can be called a CPA. You could you could then start a CPA firm. That That's a whole other thing. I don't think you should do that. But going to school and getting an MBA Oh my gosh, that ain't going to help you at all for prospecting. In fact, this whole thing comes down to what you mentioned. Do you feel competent? Do you feel like you're actually moving something? And, and for those of you that are listening to this and you felt that imposter syndrome, right? That's what it is. 
that when you're doing this advice, you're doing this strategy, you kind of haven't done it that many times, right? And let me tell you that you deploying and either working on the job with another accountant at another firm, or you actually falling forward, failing and learning is going to teach you 10,000 times more than what that MBA is going to teach you, as well as you're going to get practical, real um, solutions because you have to work things out. Now, I've become the type of person, and I mean this, if you talk to my wife, you talk to my employees, I'm a suck it up and figure it out kind of guy. Like you don't know how to do something, you better figure out how to do it and basically bring yourself to the point where you absolutely do not have the skills or the organizational skills in your mind to do it. And up until that point, you can figure it out. And I mean that. Like before, and let me frame this up. This is my story. This isn't applicable to you, but I want you to know this. Um, I was a pastor at a church for two years. Before that, I was a salesman at Best Buy for seven years. Um, I kind of went in and out of school, never really finished. I had a full ride scholarship. But long story short, I did like thousands of sales at Best Buy and I knew computers, but there's always this thing in the back of my head that I don't know anything. I get hired at this church, Eaglebrook Church, amazing church, eaglebrookchurch.com, and I get asked to be a groups pastor and then a pastor of serving. I help people, right? We were part of the team and I loved it, but then I got fired because I was kind of a butthead and I needed to have some awareness. And then I get recruited by Thriving Financial, where faith and finance meet. But really, it's where I bring variable annuities, which pay me high commissions and charge you high fees. Um, sorry, Thrivent guys, that really upset me. And uh, the whole point in this is that when I first talked to the people at Thrivent, they were like, do you know anything about finances? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't think so. I took the pretest and I flunk. I fail. I didn't know what a dividend was. I didn't know what an option was. I didn't know what bonds were. What's the difference between high yield, yield, low yield? What happens when interest rates go up and down to the value of a bond mutual fund? I do nothing. I failed that sucker so hard. But then I committed myself. I studied and I learned everything I possibly could. And I went and got my Series 7, my Series 66, and my life and health insurance. It took me about four months. And, and it was hard because I had lots to actually learn. But <clears throat> I ended up passing it with like an 83%. And what I found is that I taught myself and I learned it and I crammed for a test, right? Cramming for a test is a little bit different, but then I, I had decided that I want to learn. I want to be a learn-it-all. I, I, I'm not a know-it-all. I want to become a learn-it-all. If there's something out there, I want to find out as much as I can, as much as it depends on me, how to solve that problem. Now, now there's too many things. Like I've gotten to this point, but I want you to know I knew nothing about finances and I passed that. Then I knew hardly anything about taxes and I taught myself everything I possibly could. I read every book that I could get my paws on, talked to all sorts of CPAs, accountants, watched videos, went into LinkedIn, got lynda.com, bought courses, and I drank everything in until I understood tax planning at its core, right? Am I a good accountant? Nope. I'm not an accountant. I don't want to be an accountant. I don't want to count beans. I don't want to reconcile stuff. I don't care. I'm not going to store that in my head, but I strategically knew how to implement that stuff. And I grew from nothing. I brought my sales ability and my knowledge of how to help businesses improve their life. And then I and and then I had a CPA that I connected to them to my, my old best buddy. And we grew from zero to 150 small businesses, nuanced financial tax and accounting out of Lakeville here until my partners pulled some shenanigans they should be embarrassed about. And essentially, um, I said, I can't be with you guys anymore. I'm done. We had an argument and I left I, and I said, I'm, that's it. So I started another business from the ground up from nothing. 
feedback crunch. Now, while I was doing Nuance Financial, I had basically taught myself everything possible about SEO, about websites. And over the last seven years, I have gone from knowing nothing to basically being able to develop and web flow to run every Google ad, remarketing campaign, conversion action, Google Tag Manager, Google Analytics, Facebook message. Like, I know how to do so much stuff because I'm a learn it all. Now, let me be clear. When I first started in each one of these, I was oozing with imposter syndrome. I didn't go to school for any of this. None of it. And I'm smarter than most people in this category because I committed to be a know-it-all. I sought out the knowledge. I sought out the wisdom. I found people that I could learn from. Every time I intersect with somebody, I'm sitting there going, how can I get smarter? How can I learn? What problems do they have that I don't even know? How do I anticipate? And it's always this pursuit of continual improvement, continuous improvement. College is a little version of that. Okay, but the problem is they don't give you practical skills and knowledge. What they do is they put you through their system that is hard work and you have to do it on their thing and on, on their timeline and there's value to it. There's certainly value to it, but I'm telling you, if you do what I did and you become a learn it all and you read as many books as you possibly can, you go through the trainings and take off and get a CPA, a CPA certification or enrolled agent certification is a thousand times better than some stupid masters of accounting. Unless by chance you want to pursue your PhDs or if you want to get ahead and join a big corporation, then by all means do it. And you know what? There's a lot of job security in that. Let me tell you this right now. If you want to start your business, master's degree, the fact that you're concerned about feeling credible makes me think you're going to fail. And I mean that nicely, my friend. But let me tell you what entrepreneurship is. is not You can be a very good accountant and be a terrible entrepreneur, business owner, or somebody who's going to start their own gig because you have to do two things. You have to execute and do the accounting, but then you also have to go and get sales. And that's just the, the start of it, right? Not only that, you're going to have to set up your own email. You're going to have to set up some sort of marketing. You're going to want to get Google reviews. You're probably going to want to make sure that you have some stationery and grab. Like you start wearing so many caps, you got to be able to spin that. You have to be able to multitask. You cannot, and and by nature, most accountants are behind the scenes, high detailed, fine tooth combed type of people that are really good at working behind the scenes. And that's fine. There's value to that. But unless you're ready to also put on at least the sales hat, and then you talk to somebody like us that can put digital and video and Google ads and assets in place that will bring them to you. But not only do you have to do sales and prospect and connect and, and peak curiosity and ask them for meetings and do that uncomfortable thing of prospecting, you also have to run a meeting. And running a meeting, you have to have a meeting cycle. Not, not only this, I'm giving you the framework. Like you haven't even worked out your business framework yet and your services, right? And you can do it. I mean this. Take my $500 course. I will... Frame this out for you so quickly and so easily that it is absolutely worth it. Eh, is that a good pitch? Um, but I'm telling you, man, if you think that what it's going to be is you feeling a little naked and a little insecure about whether or not you're credible, that's not it. And here's the assurance. So here's the good news, my friend. Think about these business owners. So first of all, if you remember my outsourced account model, it's all about business owners and their businesses, right? Because that's where the most opportunity is. They have the most problems that need solving. You're working with a business checking account, which is better than a personal checking account when it comes to paying you. They, in general, need the help. And there's a ton of them, right? And there's a, you know, entropy itself makes sure that there's roofers and plumbers and electricians. Like There are a lot of them that need this help, right? And the government's not making it any easier. So what you're going to find, my friend, is that um, when they're doing their stuff, when a business owner, let's just say, let's just imagine you're a concrete guy, right? And you're working for some dude and you're like, you know what? I want to do my own concrete firm. You break off. Year one, 
you barely pay your mortgage. You're just making sure you don't go under. Year two, you make a little bit of money. Maybe you got some help. Year three, all of a sudden you got help. You started making some money and now they better talk to you because through this whole thing, all they did was barely survive. They don't understand the problems that are going on. And on one end of the spectrum, they've been doing their own stuff, just holding on by the seat of their pants. They could do it themselves on a real DIY spectrum. On this side is them getting no help, doing it themselves, and they are not experts. In fact, they'll often have like double counted revenue. They they don't even have bank accounts set up. Like that's the worst it can get is they do it themselves and they screw it all up. But you know what? It's a lot of people doing that. And then on the other side, let's just say they go to the most credible, confident, high caliber, high protein accounting firm that's out there. That's going to cost them a fortune. Think of the gap there. You know how many people are like halfway and below on that? At minimum, you should be encouraged that you as an organized person, simply helping them a little bit will add so much value because what you don't understand is that a business owner wears all these caps and some of them are so hardwired towards sales, so hardwired towards you know the mechanics of executing in their job that the finances, the mar- like there's marketing and finance, there's kind of these different verticals within the business and different hat that they are significantly different um, types of thinking. Like it's using a whole different hemisphere of their brain. And by the time they get to the end of their day, the end of the week, the month, the quarter, and the year, their decision-making, their attention span, and everything that they have in them is no longer capable of doing this thing that they hate doing, they don't know how to do, they second-guess themselves, they do it wrong, and it sucks life from them. Just watch a guy. I was just talking, so I'll tell you a story right now. I was just on the phone with a friend of mine from high school. He runs his own custom cabinet shop. He's been his own DIY guy, single owner, LLC, doing his own thing. And him and his wife are having conflict because of taxes. And I'll tell you what, the taxes, the bookkeeping and all that just eats at them because what they've done is up to this point for like 15, 20 years is, you know, he just kind of wings it. Well, then what happened is last year something happened. You made a little more money and then a little less money and all of a sudden, boom, that you're about to have a $15,000, $25,000, $35,000, dollars tax bill you didn't know about and your wife is asking you about it. You know what that does to you? Turns you into a crabby dad, I'll tell you that much. Turns you into a bad business owner. It eats your soul, my friend. Again, that's over here. Don't you think you can help? I think you can help, my friend. I think that if you just take your skills of being organized and understanding accounting and bookkeeping and just help them stay organized. Shoot, there's a whole there's a whole sphere of business owners that are just virtual accountants or virtual assistants, and they don't even know how to do accounting, really. You can come in and add a ton of value, my friend. So my answer is screw the MBA, screw higher education. There's a whole bunch of reasons for that. It is the most stacked up inflationary thing. It is not worth it unless you want to go to big business. And even there, entrepreneurship's not easy. This is hard. But you know what? You can put that tea time. I was, I was talking to the same business owner, right? So I was talking to my buddy. And I'm like, he's like, man, I just, part of me wants to get out of here and go work for somebody else because this just pisses me off. And he was talking about how he gets in arguments with his wife about how he spends his time, right? Because I said, well, the good news is, is, you know, one bad thing is that work follows you on the nights and weekends if you allow it. But on the other side... Kind of set your own schedule, right? You 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 can you can do whatever you want. You want to go on that trip, go on that trip. You gotta afford it. 
If you want to go and have the tea time and play some golf, you want to go fishing, you want to go on a hunting trip, you want to work remotely. Like me, myself, if I didn't have a family here, I could seriously do whatever I want. Everything I do is on this laptop right here, short of making these videos. And I could work wherever I want, whenever I want, and I could make bank, right? Now, he goes, you know what? I always do. Every other week, I got a tea time, and I hate it, and my wife hates it, but... There's benefits to this. Not only that, you can make some serious wealth. You can integrate. There's all sorts of reasons to start your own business. And I think a lot of you are called to do it. But if you can't run meetings and get sales and prospect, <clears throat> doesn't matter how credible you feel. Now, that being said, it's a lot easier to prospect. It's a lot easier to sell. It's a lot easier to get behind your marketing system if you work with us and create videos if you are competent. So my suggestion for you is get your CPA or enrolled agent if you want that credibility. Forget the MBA, get your college degree, get out, go work in a firm. If you want some real experience, go call the local CPAs around you and say, hey, tell you what, wondering if you need help during this tax season. Don't tell them you're starting your own firm. All of these guys need help. They need good help. Unemployment for accountants is <laughs> worse than it is in the trades, okay? So that would be my recommendation to you. Good luck. God bless. I hope that helps. If this is helpful, okay, I'm trying to make sure that I give stuff away, okay? If you're just looking to start your own business, there's two things I want you to do. Number one, if that was helpful, go to this support the channel, and there's a link in the description here too, and give me money. <laughs> If you give a donation, well, it's two bucks, right? This Google Ad Spender, this Google AdSense, does it's not, it doesn't provide this hour that I just poured out of myself. And I want to do that. I feel called by God to help more of you start your own business. And I know that might sound a little corny, but that's the first thing. The second thing is, is that I've got a course, okay? This course is no joke. And I know that's easy for somebody to say, but if you go to my website, go to feedbackwrench.com and you come down here to online course, you can learn about this thing. It's $500. And in this $500, it's your value proposition. It's your structure. It's your coaching. What I just did there, it's 27 segments and I'm pouring more into it. And I'm telling you, this will get you set for the things you don't know how to do. Go get your enrolled agent. Go get a CPA. Get some um, bookkeeping help. Go to bookkeepers.com. They have some really good stuff about how to do bookkeeping. This is about how to run a business. And we can help you with that. That course will help you with that. I guarantee you it'll be worth your money. Good luck. God bless. Like and subscribe if you like this. Leave a comment. Evidently, comments help a lot. I don't know. I'm just trying to help. So have a good one.